0: Hello, kitties. It's your old pal, the script keeper. You caught me in a sentimental mood. You see, it's been ten years since the first production from our little theater group. It's always an occasion when a theater reaches its first decade. <laughs> yes, old scripty loves all kinds of theater, whether professional theater or community theater. Whether there's a pro scremium arch, or whether it's theater in the drowned. I like talking to the other patrons at Interperdition, but I admit as I get older, sometimes I'm just in the mood for a one-hacked play. <laughs> well, we've got a special tale for you tonight. Looking back at clips from audio recordings that we took of all seven unreliable narrator shows. Now the sound quality varies from piece to piece, but have little pity. After all, some of these venues didn't have the best a sticks. <laughs> so gather round, kitties, and look back, as we enjoy a tale I like to call Ten Years of Unrediable Scarator <laughs>
1: But I'm still wondering why I should hire you when an Arja employee would work harder, think faster, and smell
2: better. Well, ma'am, first of all? I want to thank you for considering me. I may be stupid and as slow as can be. And unlike you, sometimes I need to go pee. But I got big dreams and I got
1: big plans. I'm
2: doing the best that I can.
1: up in this fast-paced work environment, you're competing against odd candidates who can think much
2: faster than you. Well, I got this little old Bluetooth scope. I process data just so fast I can't cope. So don't you treat me like I'm some kind of dope? Now I'm less like a monkey and I'm more like a man,
1: doing
0: the best that I can.
1: Well, you mean that brings up your reliability rating to a very fine mark, but it's still a far cry from 100 percent. I know. What should I do with you? I wonder. Arrgh! <laughs> Arrgh! Fods from Logan's Run. Yeah. I watched that movie like 500 times. Life is so good. Fish, lectern, seed greens, and protein, protein, protein from the sea. Overwhelming, Am I, I, I not? Not? <laughs> Oh, but don't tell me. You're probably just some spirit coming to me in a form I'd recognize some kind of a fear. I can't you are. Just Stick around, you make me laugh. It's my job to feed you. <laughs>
0: Note to audience you can't see this because it's a podcast, but out of the dreamscape, a projection of Krista's future self appears and starts talking to her. Also, Box keeps bringing her food and other things.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure how this works, but when I was 14, I remember getting an important a message from myself in a dream that I had after I fainted, and I got a recording delivery, and um, it was kind of like in the middle of the line in which the Wardrobe* when Father Christmas shows up and gives the children magical duties and sage advice, except instead of Father Christmas, it was boxed in Logan's run. I a horrible geek back then. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I guess that's rude. Um, <laughs> well, hi. Hi. So, I have some advice for you. Uh, I'm not supposed to tell you how to handle the duel for some time travel reason. If you knew too much about the future, it <gasps> bring the time paradox that would destroy people's brains.
3: Brains! Brains! <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: my zombie pirate friend.
3: Now a telepathic zombie, pirate friend, event number, oh, that ticket. Sometimes when you be a zombie, it's not always good to look into people's brains. Brains! 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 brains. Ah. Oh, ah, zombie, oh, you make the best brain energy, tofu, and beauty. Oh, ah, hey, you make the best!
1: No, oh, uh, ignore that. Yep. So, uh, anyway, um, I look back on this moment right now as the start of our adult life. And well, sometimes I don't know what that means, but, um, you have good instincts, uh, step. so use them. Um, what are your instincts telling you right now about how to handle the duel? It's run away now. Oh. Well, then I guess, um, ignore heuristics. <laughs> <laughs> you know you what? Know, I, I should have started with a gift. A box? It's my job to empower you. So you have all that making it, And I'm here with all sorts of healing energy. It should be some focus. It's my job to freeze you. Dish. I'm plankton! I'm sea green! i just all that stuff together into your So focus!
4: I just think there's a limit to the amount of stuff you can see. Once you reach it, it's all wrote. Sure. And somebody else's soil. It's kind of like in a video game, but if it's your home, they
1: say there's a homeworld advantage, but all I saw was just parts of the will to live getting chopped up one by one.
3: Served six years in the Missouri River Army during the Unification War. Sir, I honor your service. You're going to be alright. I've seen to it that the bombings have been regretted clear for your neighborhood. We always intend for our operations to steer clear of residential areas, but interference from the evildoers in District 22's leadership makes it difficult for us to make that distinction. and neutralized. You're
2: safe, Leslie.
3: And your neighborhood is safe.
2: Who are you?
3: Just another guy. <laughs> That's very important. Just another guy, works at his job, makes some money online with his friends in his spare time, and was able to help you out. By saving my neighborhood and killing some terrorists?
2: Alright, fine, I'm the fucking
3: president. <laughs> 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 I am the president of United Earth. Alright? Jeez. How, how, how
2: The people in Burble are who they say they are. Shitful! You people, you fucking old people with your old stupid wars! Is this the reason... is the only place where young people get a chance to do anything! Yeah, fuck, I'm sorry. I don't care what happened in the unification wars a million years ago. Right. How is right. that supposed to What? Real teenage years suck supremely. All I want to do is grow the fuck- Who are out on vacation? We've got nothing to worry about.
3: (laughs) I am having difficulties. This foe has touched me in a very profound way, Lois. I, I seem to, I seem to be afraid. I have alienated my closest allies on this planet.
2: they were really your allies, they'd understand.
3: You should not have to understand. They're humans. I, I cannot admit my fears to them. I am their mentor.
2: Maybe they don't need a mentor.
3: But, but I must be theirs. For they are powerful young psychic humans. They've, they've aged so much in the years that I've been away. They're so. Confident, functional. If I was not their mentor, what would I be?
2: You know, Cathar, sometimes it's not about power.
3: Of course it's about power. For those who follow the way of the warrior bunny, all is about power. Power is linked with honor. If I cannot defend the weak, I shall become weak. I will not allow that to happen. It is happening. Could not even defeat Krista, but she was prepared to do the ritual of Tovnar. That was for my benefit. She was totally gonna pull out punches.
2: The ritual of Tovnar? That's the Trip and fight to the death scenario, right? For a warrior who has lost his way. How do you know? We covered it in the diversity luncheon last February. I could not lay a hand on Krista, but not even for a
3: ritual! It would be inappropriate.
2: You could lay a hand on me.
3: But you are a puny human.
2: It's supposed to be against a great leader of your tribe. I'm your boss. You're not going to do any better than that on this planet. This is impossible. Let me see if I can remember how this goes. Ah! Cathar! Receptionist! and Chief Administrative Coordinator. You have become a clap and I call you to account, Trap Malfakian. Tremoth! Ringelblant Ravel, Tengrath de
3: Incredible. The quality of your diversity training program must be
2: excellent. Let's get going, eh? If Earth is destroyed, I won't be able to get my ESC report done.
4: now, ladies and gentlemen, the death of the last of the greatest generation.
5: You're just an awful hospital attendant. When I was in the service and a doctor entered, he was required to salute. And we we had the salute back. Yeah, yeah even those of us who lost our hands. And we liked it that way.
4: Any last requests? Oh,
5: pff, I don't need a thing from you. You or your hippie friends, you, you're you incompetent. At least you're not a crout. Now the crouch, they they tore up my stomach. I thought I'd survive, but hmm, guess I won't.
4: I have to say, sir, your stomach wounds wouldn't be a problem if you didn't keep opening them up to show your grandson yeah. and
2: nephews yeah, grand and well, passersby.
5: Uh, oh, 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 oh! I feel a sudden sense of peace, as though I just walked into an unfamiliar room. Oh, oh, oh! oh but the weather channel's on. Fifty-two degrees in Cleveland.
1: Oh, oh.
5: And now, ladies and gentlemen, the death of the last baby boomer.
4: You're only as dead as you feel.
5: Do you have any last requests?
4: Just save the world for me. Can I have a tattoo before I die? Ooh, a tattoo of Tupac. Can I have one? Just, just put it right here. <laughs> yeah,
5: because we have time for that.
4: When I die, do I have often have the same old boring... Beep? Ugh, I want a flat line that's a little more distinctive, you know? Maybe something like Sergeant Pepper. Yeah. You know? Death goes on with, oh, without... And now, ladies and gentlemen, the death of the last generation Xer.
5: Shit! My insides are fucking bleeding. You know, I was gonna play hacky sack and then strap a frappuccino machine to my face. But instead, well, I guess I'll just die. Figures.
4: Do you have any last requests?
2: Yeah.
5: Yeah. How about a life? How about an identity? How about relief from all the problems our fucking baby boomer parents fucked us up with from day one? You know, there is one thing that I always wanted to try, you know, just to see what it would feel like. It's a a little weird. It's a little weird.
4: Now's the time.
5: All right. All right. Okay. I'm going to experiment with wearing my baseball cap frontwards. Here we go. Here we go. Oh. Oh. God, oh, that's, that's horrible. That is horrible. That's so horrible. Oh. I regret nothing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the death of the last millennial.
4: Oh, i like dying. Oh, this totally sucks. Yeah. If I weren't on so many antidepressants, this would, like, ruin my day. Oh, hey, my spleen. Cool.
5: Any last requests?
4: Uh, uh, Jane Q. Millennial has left the Facebook group. I am alive.
5: Uh. After that comes me. And as a human cockroach mutant, I'll live forever. Thank you.
3: Of all those days we had together in college and uh, playing Xbox and sledding down hills on trays we stole from the dining hall. I never thought this would be our fate! Hear my remembrance! Second day we moved in together. You and I came to a shared roommate's agreement. We would strive in all things to be awesome to each other. We would divide up the lot fairly, not whining, or making a big deal out of it. Then, whenever one of us had a problem with the other, we would just say it and not be
4: I saw earlier that I felt some joy. Yes. When I was writing that email, I felt sad. And the last time I heard from Max, I definitely felt some shock, but I have not called him back. <laughs> he works harder than things I'm not at him, and I am, of course. <laughs> well, I'm I'm not a story. Wish I could give you the nice, happy ending, but anything I say now would be meaningless. You know that. People lie. I lie. All the time. Check in a year or so and see if I've made enough of a disaster to change the things I do. back the regret emotion. Well, I guess I got what I wanted. So now it's like an end, because I'm the protagonist and those are the rules. Eventually I'll find out if my pride is still into me, and what's wrong with me, and what ineffectual treatments are supposed to make me better, and all that. now I'm alive at least for a little while longer and uh if you ask me alive is always better than happy
0: ah oh, how about that Doesn't it make you just want to say, thanks for the dismemberies? (laughs) But it's a mistake to get too caught up in the past. There's plenty of more tales to tell through the medium of ridiculously small theater, and also podcasts. That's why I've strapped myself into this electric chair. You see... For a little cosmetic surgery, I could be perfect for the title role of Morning Becomes Electricity, uh, here goes. (laughs) (laughs) That's showbiz, kiddies. Until next time, boys and ghouls... (laughs) Doing the Best That I Can, Music and Lyrics by Andy Hicks. All other material by Carl Danielson. All rights reserved. The Unreliable Narrator Theatre Group Podcast will be back on Sunday, January 6th with guest hosts Kamala Dolanova, Julia Lunetta, and Emily Teradash. Visit unreliable-narrator.com or Twitter at unarrator.